be able to hear it right now if we if I did because the I'm music is actually to be like Elsa right now be like Elsa let it go the music is is going the people are hearing the music we can't hear the music because I don't have my monitor speakers let it go I need let it go. the monitor speakers you don't need to hold on to this shit anymore oh I do I need to hold on to the idea that my studio is coming together. <laughs> okay. Because right now my studio is not coming together. You have a soundbar. You know what? <laughs> that is that is that is not a consolation prize. <laughs> that is not how that works. It'd be cool if it could be. The problem was to have it be this wattage of output. Mm-hmm. It couldn't. It didn't have any inputs. Right. No, no physical cord except for like, what was it? Optical or something. That's the only input it really has. So, that doesn't do me any good. No. So yeah. All right. Where are we at? This is going to be a short podcast, short day, short podcast day. I just got an email saying from another school in another country and we're going tomorrow. No, you don't want to go here. Oh, um, damn it. I got an email saying we saw your resumes and we're really interested. <laughs> we pay upfront airfare to China. <laughs> oh, hells no. No way, people. You might as well just and take us off that list because it's no. for Beijing. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! It's for Beijing, and they only start at thirteen thousand. Oh, whatever. They're not, they're not even serious. They aren't even serious. Thirteen thousand to twenty thousand per month, no. depending on experience. No. Work Wednesday to Sunday, thirty to forty hours per week, from Wednesday yeah, to Sunday. No. no. Yeah, I lost your damn mind. Nope. I mean, it's five days. I don't care. I'm just saying it's five days. It's only five days a week. In China, that's a lot. To work in Beijing 40 hours for only. Yeah, but that's what they do in Beijing. Shit. That's why yeah, they, they, they fleece the shit out of people in Beijing. That's just normal. This one. This one starts at 10000 a month. Well, you got to be out your job. This one is either Beijing, Chongqing, oh, Shanghai, Chongqing. All right, back again after lots of washing and technical difficulties and rebutting. Here we are. Rebutting? Yes, must needs be rebooting. Okie doke. Oh. So, short short podcast day. Today is turkey day. And I made a turkey. 11-22. Dead carcass day. Oh, that's what I should call it. Did you did you dead, see our dead dead carcass day? Did you see our uh, traveling fires happy Thanksgiving thing? No, I never got it. I would have put I would put it on the podcast, but I can't. 
I'm going to send it to you right now. Because I don't have it. <sighs> mm-hmm. Where do you want it? Email? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, yours says, happy don't eat turkey day. That's right. Don't eat turkey today. So. But apparently I can eat apple pie. You can because the apple pie is. My kids will be very surprised to know that the apple pie they ate today was vegan. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Vegan. That's right. You heard me right. Vegan. You ate vegan food and you tell me how much you need meat every day. Nope. I read the ingredients and it says vegetable shortening and not butter and sugar and apples and flour and water. I told uh, uh, one student because we're watching uh, Food Choices, the documentary, and um, she was telling me, I... I need lots of meat. I eat lots of meat. I, I looked at her and said, okay, why don't you just take, think about one day in your life, just one day, and look at how much meat you actually ate during that day and then how much other stuff you actually ate. Just, that's it. Meat and other. That's all I want you to do. I'm not trying to make this meat versus vegetables. Just meat and other. Right. That's potato chips. That's all the other stuff. Yep. Now, go. She never said another word. Because <laughs> she doesn't eat as much meat as no. she thinks she does. Most people don't. No. Because meat is usually a premium. It's kind of expensive. You don't, you don't eat that much meat. Well, know. we can go. Like, the children and I eat chicken and turkey fish if it's available but we can go a week or more with no meat at all i can too especially if we're if i'm being lazy and i don't cook it or that's that's usually what happens with me it is not i (laughs) i work so hard to make your (laughs) vegan life because i better i i i don't i don't eat meat every day I mean, I'm getting a vegan mincemeat pie recipe for you from England. Vegan, vegan, vegan mincemeat. Oh, it, that doesn't even sound good, though. You know there's no meat in mincemeat, right? I know, but it just, ugh. It doesn't. It's like. Vegan meat. Apples no. and raisins no, and raw, ra- like, the, the, the brandy. Vegan meat. Vegan yeah. mincemeat. Well. If it's vegan, it's all good. I'm happy with it. So, uh, uh, today, what I wanted to to discuss, or I really don't want to discuss anything. I just want to watch you flip out for a while. Um, I want to watch you flip out about the fact that now you have now gone through <laughs> Turkey Day at work. It was terrible. Like, I've... Okay, stop, because I'm super emotional. I'm like, I almost broke down and cried in class uh-huh. when the kids were asking me, Mrs. Farr, what would you normally be doing if you were in the States? And I had said, well, let's see. It would be 12-12 in Michigan right now, so my turkey would be coming out of the oven in about 40 minutes. Uh, the rest of the stuff would be just about done. The pies are coming out. The kids are setting the table. Football started. And I said, 
I would be with my children. Uh-huh. I miss my kids. Uh-huh. This is not funny. Oh, but it is. It's not because even though we've always worked on Thanksgiving, you went, you had to be gone, but I always got to be with them. And I always threw a fit because you were gone and you couldn't be with us. And I couldn't eat. And you couldn't eat. But today I couldn't be with them. And no football. And they were home alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, okay. Okay, every day yeah, but they're they home, were home alone. alone. You cannot and... use that one. No, but they were home alone, and it's the holiday, and we're supposed to be together. <laughs> Keegan. Keegan, here's fun. Go do the rest of your stuff. Take down the stuff on the front door. Um, But it was just really difficult. And in the seven years that we've been... Abroad, I've never had this. And I think the thing that, like, one of the things that bothered me the most was that I had all these parents emailing saying, I'm not sending my kid to school for the next two days because we're celebrating Thanksgiving. And I'm like, that must be fucking nice. It's not even your holiday. Mm-hmm. It's not even your culture. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna once gonna take their kid to Vegas. Well, at least they're going to the state. <laughs> right? I'm like, well, that <laughs> makes more sense. But the other one, she's like, we always celebrate Thanksgiving, and so we're gonna, you know, they're not gonna be at school until Monday. And I'm just like, what the fuck? That's funny. <laughs> at least they're going to the states. Yeah, it was just not. It was not fun. Yeah. And so then the kids came in. Like and then the, you had a big old party. Yeah, we had a giant ass party. The the parents brought all kinds of food, donuts and popcorn and potato chips and sandwich roll things and all kinds of two chocolate cakes. Why two chocolate cakes? Because you must have doubled the chocolate. Double the apple fun. pie, Oreos, chocolate milk, juice, just a ton of shit. That's okay, Keegan. So after the after lunch, the 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 groups change, and the the kids that came in after lunch, the one boy had two bags of chips on his desk, and he says, "Mrs. Farr, can I have some of my chips?" And I said, "Yes, of course." And he said, "What?" I said, "Honey, this is Thanksgiving. Americans eat from the time we wake up until the time we go to bed on Thanksgiving." And he said. Really? I said, yes. So that you means can you can eat rest. your you can eat your chips. I said, if any of you have food, break it out and eat it. You can eat it for the rest of the day. And they went crazy. <laughs> I passed out napkins. They're walking around sharing their big, ginormous, family-sized bags of chips that they're pulling out of their backpacks, which I just thought was craziness. Passing out the sandwiches they had left over, breaking out their bags of candy that somebody had passed out. Like, have fun. And then I left the room. Because <laughs> I came in at 11, and I was gone by 12.15. I, I, I had a meeting at 12.15. Oh. 
And I was gone until 10 minutes to two. So they were in there the whole time chowing on chips, making a giant mess. And I said, guys, part of Thanksgiving is cleaning up afterwards. So get the broom and get to it. So you, uh, you, you finally had your, your negative experience. God, it was of, horrible. Of not being able to do kind of what we consider like a normal Thanksgiving. I mean, nothing is normal with Thanksgiving when it comes to being abroad. Right. But the idea of just give me the day off and I can make it normal. Yeah. I can make it like. I can make I, it. I can do. We can do all the same things. Maybe. Maybe you don't get a football game. Maybe you don't get the same foods, but you still have a big right. meal. A big, and right. You hang out. You watch movies, whatever. But when we, I was leaving this afternoon, one of the parents who had lived in the States for years and years, she brought me a sweet potato casserole. And the other teachers were, or the coordinators and the director, she, they were all like, oh, that's so nice of her. Now do you have to go home and make the rest of the stuff? And I said, well, kind of. Our children have already started the potatoes. They already did the eggs. The broccoli is already cut. And uh, your boss, she said, how did you get him to do that? And I said, what do you mean? I told him to do it. And the principal said, oh, I can't even believe that. I said, they're 16 and 14. You mean you can't believe that they can actually cook? Because it's not hard to boil potatoes and boil eggs and steam some broccoli and turn the oven on and baste boil, a turkey. Boil water. Right? And and uh, my coordinator, oh, they're making the turkey. And I said, I started it last night, but they're, you know, finishing it off. Oh, that's so great that your kids can do that. And I'm like, but they're teenagers. Why couldn't they do that? <laughs> like, in my head, I'm just like, what the hell? And they're like, oh, you have to take pictures of them cooking. And I'm like... But it happens every day. How do you think they eat? We're at school at 6.45 right. a.m. Now, we don't get home until, you know, after 3 every day. Yup. How do you think they eat? Essentially, two of their meals a day, they're taken care of. Yeah. Essentially. I mean. We provide the food, but they do all the rest. Yeah. And they might be getting leftovers from something, but they'll, they, they have to warm it up they have to you know they have to do their stuff yep they they are perfectly it's capable not, not, of not feeding themselves and so cleaning and here's my thing now that you're all cried out i'm not all cried out i'm hyper emotional like oh, you're such a baby i'm like so, almost notebook emotional oh god so here's my thing and this goes uh, uh in conjunction with let yesterday's Yesterday's, what did I call that thing? Um, uh, I don't remember now what I called it. Work, work something. The Workers United. Workers United. Work, yeah. Okay, so the, the idea that you're going to have foreign workers, uh, one of the things that, that kind of exists in the United States when it comes to workers it's if you have a special day 
religious or whatever, if you have a special day, then you kind of, you're allowed to take that day. Right. You know, your, your, your employer, usually most companies, larger companies, they, they recognize that you're from say another place. This is a special day for you. And then they'll, you know, they basically just kind of cover you and let you take that day off because it's special for you. Right. No country that we've been in has done that for us. No. Our first job in China gave us Christmas Day off. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. But that was also, it wasn't even a school. I mean, that was a, a training center, essentially a learning center. Right. And they're... They and were always all open. the foreign, like all their foreign staff. Right. They were just always open. Though. Right. But I mean, I guess my thing is in these places like, you know, it, it would behoove them as employers to make it available and say to their foreign staff, look, do you have special days where you're going to want the day off? You're you're going to get these days off no matter what. These are our regular days. Do you have any other days throughout the year? Because honestly, our Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's are almost the only ones. Unless you're religious and you want Easter. But if you're in Western culture, you're going to get Easter off anyway. Right. And Easter really isn't anything to have off because it's on a Sunday. Yep. So you're probably going to be off no matter what. Your uh, Good Friday, that's when you might want the day off or whatever. Or Ash Wednesday or something like that, depending if you're religious or not. So basically, as an American... The only real days that you really want off, unless you're, say, a veteran or something like that, is Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. That's it. it the, the rest of the time, I mean, you, you, may, you, you may forfeit spring break because you're in a different country. Yeah. You may forfeit all the other holidays, President's Day, Labor Day, blah, 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 blah all that stuff. You don't care. No, I don't give a shit about any of those. Those three days. Yeah, that's it. And it's it's I I think that's where companies they lose. They lose every year uh-huh. because if they would say to their people, and it, I'm I'm only using America as an example, because if you come from another country and you have a special day, you should be able to take that right. day off because you want to. Either celebrate the day or celebrate the fact that you're off and you do things on that day that right. are particular like, to you. You know, contact your family when they're all together. You know, a lot of the teachers would complain that they didn't have time to then go and talk to their family members who were all in one place and they could Skype with them or FaceTime with them. Well, in China, it was a whole nother it was a deal because the time was way, right, way off. Right. It's like 12 hours ahead of or 13 hours ahead of. And then you're at work. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking that if, you know, that one day when we get our school, that's something that needs to be considered because. Absolutely. Because we know, don't want to go through that. Like today was really. You don't really, want to put anybody no, no, through no. it. I, today was really tough. 
And I, it was kind of surprising to me at how difficult it really was. Like I even FaceTimed the kids when I had my first, my only free period during the day, I FaceTimed them because I was so upset. And this is before I even, you know, started to cry <laughs> during class. I just needed to see Aaron and Keegan. It was just really difficult. You're a baby. I'm a big baby. So sad. You don't have, you don't have that you don't have that that holiday skin yet, where you miss a holiday and you because the worst one I've had so far was when I, we were in Taichung and I had zero I had no food right no food. I had no food all you are day so far away from your family so far away from anybody who gave any shits about any part of you yep. and it was that was not an easy day for us I, either. What did I eat? Bean, a bean, bean bread. Bun and <laughs> some cashews. From the Kona stove. <laughs> That's yeah. what I had. Bean, that. And I, and I didn't get it some... until late. Because I didn't, right, cause cause I didn't like have lunch. I didn't night. have a breakfast. And it was late at, in the and evening. And didn't you forget your phone in a bus that day? Mm-mm. That was later on because we were there for the whole weekend. Um... Put this in a Ziploc bag. But yeah, the, this this idea that you know, I get you're in a no matter what country you're in, the country has their things, and your response, you're you've got to kind of do those things in that country, right? But employers should start thinking about the fact that we've got people from other cultures, other religions other whatever and maybe maybe we should take that into account and give them those days off that are important to them i'm just saying it sounds like a good idea to me it sounds like something that if they did they might get a little more loyalty from those people than just saying oh just come to school or just come to work and damn your 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 little things that you do in your country because right. if, when you say that to somebody you're basically telling them we don't care about you well, at the all the crazy part about this whole situation was that they were celebrating quote unquote celebrating thanksgiving in the school like they you know brought the school provided pie and they wanted you to talk about it and they wanted you to do things for it but they didn't consider that. But the- I, think, I think they didn't. They, they, like right now, how many Americans work there at the school? I want to say like four or five. Right. So they don't care. No. They don't care. And that's, that's the, why would, I be, why would anyone be loyal to a place that doesn't care about them? It's kind of like every time they say to me, we know you're vegan, but. Oh, yeah, that shit pisses me off. Quit saying it. Just say we didn't care enough to get anything for you. Once you recognize that you knew, then you're just telling me that you don't care now. Right. You know, so we know that you're vegan, but you're not going to get anything to eat today or you're not going to get this cake or you can't you can't participate like everybody else because you're vegan. It's like here's a sandwich. Pick the ham and mayonnaise off of it. You know, so that kind of those things, those are the things that that keep digging under people's skin as expats that then make them make decisions like in the middle of the school year, just leave. That's yeah. those are the things yeah. that push people to that. Yep. And if you've never been an expat, you don't understand that. Right. 
You just you just look up and you think, oh, that was a bad employee because they left us. It's like, no, no, no you no. were a bad employer and you never understood you who away. you brought. Right. right. You 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 created an environment yeah. that was not comfortable at all. And then you expected them to stay in it just because you choose to stay in it every day. And right. It's like, no. Because they don't have a reason to stay in that environment. It's not their culture. Right. So they can just leave and not feel bad or hurt or anything. Right. Their family members are not going to scream at them or disown them right. for leaving your culture. Yep. Well, and I, and I think as employers, people have to kind of put that into perspective. If yeah. they want to attract and keep good, talented people. Well, even if, like, for example... This morning, my coordinator came into my classroom at 7.30 and asked me for these handwritten files that we're supposed to do. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't have them. And she's like, but you have to have them. I'm like, well, that's I can give you the blank ones, but they're not finished. And I don't think she took into account at all that today was a holiday because I said to her, you can, I'll have them to you by Monday, but they're not done now. I haven't even started writing these things and they aren't going to be done by tomorrow. Oh, but you must get them done. And I said, no, I, I'll have them to you by Monday. And I was just like, how do you, why do you think that I'm going to leave here and then go and, and work all night long when all I really want to do is be home with my kids Spend time with my husband. I don't have anything to do with school today. I didn't teach a thing. <laughs> oh, I did. I did the first. I did the first group, but not the second group. I didn't teach them anything. They just drew. And and wrote five things they were thankful for. But. Yeah, I didn't do any of that. Take into consideration that one, you're asking me to work. On a, a day that's, you know, special to us. Not that I I celebrate, you know, Thanksgiving like the whole Pilgrim Indian thing. Because I don't. But it's a time for us to be with our family. To watch football and eat all day. Like I said, when you negate other people's culture in the workplace, it all, it's always going to... It's going to hurt you as an institution because... You're going to look around and you're not going to be attracting those good people because you hurt those other people. Right. And they don't, they forget, or maybe they don't know. Expats talk to one another. Oh yeah. I used to say that about, um, that Sanctuary foreign languages school. It's like, y'all, y'all are never going to get good people. No. Because you've dicked over so many expats. Yep. I mean, there was what, 20 of them in an office? Oh, yeah. I, you know, and then there was the rest of us. It's like, there's no way. Why would anybody come to that school? You know, all you got to do is talk to anybody who's ever been there for a very short amount of time. Yep. And they will all have the same negative story for you. Yep. So, you know, that that's... It's unfortunate... It hurts the kids a lot of times because they do need, in some instances, they do need good teachers. Yeah. But 
looks like you have to go to those growing pains of getting a whole bunch of bad teachers to realize that it's you. Yep. You know, just like they went there, they went through getting a whole bunch of bad students. Yep. And it was like, these are your recruitment practices that are yeah. attracting these bad students. Yep. And they so, didn't want to admit that either. That right. They were at fault for the student Right. Because they were the ones going out and getting them. Yep. You know, and the, the good students were making a choice to go somewhere else. And once the word got out by the parents that, oh, this is where you send your kids when they can't go anywhere else. Oh, then it was over. Yeah. Then you were getting nothing but bad students. Yep. Yep. But here you get the same thing with in inside of the uh, the folks that, you know, make the decisions. HR, you know, you you can't. You just can't mess people over. If you do, it's going to come back and hurt yeah. you as an institution because yep. you're not going to get people that are going to want to stay with you. Yep. And uh, what is that thing? Oh, God. I, I saw it today and I, I didn't do anything with it. Uh, that There's that website that that you can then tell what it was like to work at a place. Glassdoor? Yeah. You know, and it's just like, people don't realize that people check that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. People go to LinkedIn and yep. find out where you worked and be like, oh, I'm looking at like, working at this place. Can you tell me about well, it? It's I like, found out today that one of the British teachers came to talk to me this morning because she said she was listening to our podcast as she was getting ready for work. And um, she came and she was, t we were talking about your, how you have to take the kids out and we have to get the papers done and blah 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 and how I'm stuck in the country and she said I don't understand why they Laura didn't give you the information ahead of time we knew the staff knew you were coming in January right I said we were hired January 23rd she said we knew by the 20 20 something 29th she said we knew we all knew right She's like, so I don't understand why there are so many issues. This stuff should have been done the minute you got off the plane. Right. I said, the paperwork, the paperwork could have been done if she would have answered any of my inquiries from March forward. Mm -hmm. I know. Trust me. I know the, the. It's like, it's like they hired us, but then f figured out some, at some point. We really don't want them. And it's like, but if that was the case, why didn't you just tell us? Right, because we would have accepted another position. Somewhere else. It would have, it literally wouldn't have been that big a deal. Nope. I mean, Mexico would have been new no matter where we were. Yep. So it wouldn't have mattered where we were. <laughs> See, now we have something to compare to. Yeah. Now we know that we don't want this anymore. Right. You know, that kind of, you know, yep. you, 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 you're starting to do that thing where you're like, okay, uh, I, I know I want to be close to school. I know I don't want to be doing Ubers or maybe we don't want to be in a larger city or you start making these right, determinations right, right. Yep. based on the information that you have. But before we had none of that. So it didn't really matter where we just knew we wanted to go to Mexico. Right. Yep. I mean, we, we kind of do that where we make a decision on the country and then we explore the it, the, the regions. Well, we explore the employment opportunities inside of yeah. that country. 
You should have seen the faces today. I was in a meeting. We were talking about uh, one of the students is preparing to move to Canada. His mom is going to go get her PhD. And uh, I said, yeah, you know, I remember the first year we were gone. Keegan asked every single day for a year if we could go home. I said, but Keegan is the one that chose the country and we left and moved because, you know, that was where she chose. And they said, wait a minute, <laughs> you, you, you moved to a country because your child said so? I said, sure. She was seven. She knew what she was talking about. They're like, wait, you let a seven-year-old choose which country you're going to move to? And I said, sure. They chose the second country too. I said, you have to listen to children. They have valid points of view. And I'm, I'm looking like, I am sitting here with a psychologist and two educators. How do you not know this? Why am I telling you? And I had to explain to them that I have started using my regular terminology, my regular vocabulary when I speak to the children. And I noticed it this week. And they, of course, didn't understand what I meant, but I said there were some boys who were running and playing in the classroom and they were supposed to be working. And just out of habit, I said, are you making good choices right now? And they said, no. I said, so what choice should you be making? I should be at my desk doing my stuff. Okay, then choose to go over there now. And then the child, the, the boys went back to their desk. They finished their work. I had no more issues the rest of the day. And the psychologist said, yeah, we should start using the, that kind of language because it gives them responsibility and empowerment. And I said, what? You should give it to your teachers first. I'm like, You're, you guys, you don't, you just told me. These are me not strategies to control you just told me to give the person who does the their work the fastest a sticker. Yep. I don't do stickers, folks. These are not dogs. Marshmallows. No. Shut the front door. <laughs> you wanna you want to get your Big work done front first? Great. Good job. You want something else to do after that? I can find you something to do. But I'm certainly not going to give you a sticker. <laughs> Go oh, organize well. the damn notebooks. I just think I just think it's a, it's it's something on days like today. It makes you realize every it it really brings into uh, focus how far away from what you are accustomed to is like ideologically as well as maybe physically yeah. but it also um it highlights your isolation that too um but you kind of choose that i don't know it, being an being an expat for just as long as we i have, think if i don't i don't feel isolated anymore i just i i just i i see it as a a given just like being in china and not being, especially being in Guangdong province, and you can't speak to anybody really. Right. 
basically I was in isolation all the time, all the time. I mean, I could only talk to my coworker, the office next door, and then my students. I couldn't really talk to anyone at that school right. after that. So basically you're, 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 you become used to being isolated. You get used to being slighted. You get used to being, um, discounted and ignored. Yeah. You just, it just becomes normal because you, you kind of can't have a, have the conversation anyway. Right. So it's like, even if they're not trying to be mean, you're just automatically isolated. Um, but then like places like here, almost everybody speaks some English. Oh yeah. And, and even if they don't, they make an effort to even just greet you or say, you know, good morning or whatever. It's just a totally different yeah, atmosphere. But the, what I'm getting at is then you have days like today yeah. where you have, you're, you, you're feeling something and they don't. They're not even thinking along those lines yeah. because nobody, HR, your your bosses, nobody's thinking that, oh, maybe the, maybe the kid from Turkey has a thing that maybe he wants to do because it's a special day for... Nobody's even thinking yeah, they don't about, think about what's that stuff. special for somebody that's outside of their culture. Yep. And when they finally tell you, oh, this is a thing and it's like a big day for us... Everybody just says, oh, yeah, that's we don't do that here. And then they move on. But and, then they do a little half-assed version of it. Well, they did it for Thanksgiving. But for other people in other places, yeah. that they, they just it's just not yeah. a thing. Yep. Um, so my suggestion to all those companies out there that are going to have workers from all over the world, you should probably be a little more attuned to those people and what they're going through because, you know, they could be going through a lot just – in their, I don't know, missing home. Yeah. Missing their home and their traditions on particular days and, of the year. And that's the crazy part. Like, I don't miss the U.S. at all. I don't. And I haven't. Now you love you some Trump. <sighs> <laughs> Only if we play in spades. You love you some but, Trump. I, so I haven't missed it since we left. There hasn't been any, there have been like, I want this food or, you know, whatever. But I never. You no, want Chinese food from America. Stop it. I really do. And I've, I've been thinking about going to Panda Express in the mall. Stop it. Just so I can get some American Chinese food. But today it was, I miss. I miss my family. I miss Aaron and Keegan and I miss you. And you're in the damn building. Aaron and Keegan are three Just minutes a away. Baby. I know. What am I going to do when they grow up and leave me? You said when they grow up. You said that's like next year. Shut your hole. <laughs> you talking about oh. when they grow up? It's next year. <laughs> or the year after. You're gonna I mean, make you're me talking. Cry? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make me cry again. They can't oh, leave. You didn't. Oh, like it's so far away. <laughs> I'm over here in delusion land. Let me stay for a while. It's not funny. Oh God. Oh. Oh, it's not that's funny. It, that's it. I can't. I can't do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you leave me alone, Mister Far. 
<laughs> Daddy's making me cry. Because he's mean. Oh, God. Okay, so you got the voice ready? <laughs> oh, your mother seems to think that that uh, that you've got like a long time before you leave. <laughs> See? I don't need any peanuts from the peanut gallery, sir. That's the funniest thing all week. That's just oh, that's I just, don't count. That's just the math. The maths. That's the maths. Oh, God. That you two is aren't so, very nice to me. So funny. You're supposed to. Oh, boy. Coddle me. I couldn't even do that one. I But it was funny. Oh, gosh. That is great. All right, what you got over there, man? Okay, so we're doing another recycle. The dreaded a re bicycle. The dreaded Indie is a public relations and marketing branding consulting firm to help you to find the best public speakers, event MCs, and indie artists to help you with all your public relation needs. The dreaded Indie is a small business that seeks to give companies high quality personalized consulting services to ensure they have the ability to carry out top-notch PR, marketing, and branding campaigns. Their consulting is customized to cater to your immediate business needs with professional and cre- professionalism and creativity. To contact the Dreaded Indie to help you plan your next event, you can find them at Twitter at the Dreaded Indie, their website, thedreadedindie.com, or you can email Don, Don Mangum at thedreadedindie.com. For more information, please visit the blog space. That's it? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all you got? I do. That's all I have today. <sighs> all right. Well, since it's a, a short a short Thanksgiving um, thing, you got anything else to say to the people? The turkey was good. That's it? Mm. That's all you got? Dead cool. Carcass Day. <laughs> Dead Carcass. That's going to be the name of the podcast, isn't it? No, the name of the podcast is uh, Turkey Day Set. T- turkey Day what? The Turkey Day Set. Oh. All right. So. Hey, did you know? Did, did, a little did turkey tri- or a little Turkey Day trivia. Did you turkey know that it was the Detroit trivia. Lions who started the the game on, on Thanksgiving? Day. Yes. In 1934? Yes. I did not know it was the Lions. They say it every year. I don't watch the Lions. Oh, God. They say literally say that before every game. Really? Somewhere during the game, they will show those old clips of the leather helmets and the whole nine and show that they were the first ones to play that game. I think it was, and they did it literally because they needed more people to come to games. Well, were, it was like a, a, it was a marketing ploy that I, they were. I read a know. book to the kids about Thanksgiving, and it's in this book. Because it's part and of the day now. <laughs> it said the Detroit Lions, and one of the kids was like, "Wait, Mrs. Farr, isn't that where you're from?" I said, "No, I'm not from Detroit. I'm from Michigan, but it's the same, right?" I said, "No, that's like saying." You know, Talal Napatna is Mexico City. And they're like, no, it's not the same. I said, exactly. 
No, that's like saying Awaka is Mexico City. <laughs> no, it's not that far away. No, about three hours, four hours. But Awaka is really far away from us. If you want to, you know, bring Give it home. Give them an you illustration. Want br- you want to bring it home. There you go. Yeah. Yep, so they were all excited that that Michigan was in this book and yeah. it, it's football because they are. They, I have several boys who are all about the American football. Wear Steelers jerseys and uh, Redskins and it's really yeah. funny. And they'll tell you players' names and put up some put up some uh, some. I think we're gonna have to have a some jersey posters day. or something. Put and I'm gonna posters. wear my Randy Moss jersey. Put up, put up the posters and uh, put up some pictures. If and I had posters, I'd put them. Just up. put up some pictures of the people, man. The teams, the. the I think that might be a you, good. That might be a fun. Uh, you could do it like I do. Uh, March Madness type thing. Yeah, that'd be. Where fun. you kind of like count down, like you could do it during the playoffs. You do the playoffs, and then you could have the helmets of the different teams, and you could that have you know fun. let them track and and see what's going on. Because I always do March Madness with the students. Yeah. I don't. I was thinking about that recently, and I don't know if I'm going to do it with these students because they are sixth graders. So um, they like basketball, but they don't know anything about college basketball. That's the part of the fun of it. Yeah, but if you know, you did it with Chinese no, kids no, who I'm didn't know anything they, about no, the no, college. I'm not saying that they don't know about the 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 standings of the teams. I'm saying they don't know anything about college basketball. Like, they know nothing about college basketball. They know about the pros. They only care about the pros. Mm-hmm. So, and yes, if but they can't a... see the games, it's going to yeah. nah, maybe not be so fun for them. So Yeah, and but the games would be playing while you're in class. Not here. Yeah. Uh, not here. The don't games they... are not played when we're in class. They don't play them during the day? Only the Friday Oh. for March Madness. The Friday, the first Friday, the first Thursday and Friday. Oh, right where around. they have all the 64. Mm, Got to get yep. done in those couple days. Um, they'll start around noonish, noon, 1 o'clock. But the rest of the time, they're usually pushed later and later and later to prime time. Mm. Um, I don't know. I have to think about it. I might do it again. Um, but at a school where I can't print, <laughs> I, I, probably, I might not, you know, waste my time, you know. Well, you can print. I could print here. Well, no, 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 no. Like, if you wanted to just print a new bracket for yourself? No, I'm talking about printing brackets for them. Oh, you just take it to the print lady, give her a little chocolate bunny, and you'll get whatever you want. Yeah, I'm not giving no chocolate bunny. I have a chocolate bunny in my desk if you want to use it. That ain't going to be a thing that goes down. Oh, crap. I just remembered. I have to write a damn lesson plan for next week. It's not going to happen today. I know. Well, no. It's Thanksgiving. And you're off. And it's almost 7 o'clock. Put all that together. It ain't happening, Sounds folks. Like it's time to me. Ew. All right. So if you want to find us on the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, or the Spotify, you can find us at The Traveling Fars. If you like the Twitter or the Instagram, you can find us at Traveling Fars. If you uh, want to shout out or want us to shout out any of the businesses that are out there, you know, your crazy uncle's business, your mama business, you know, anybody business. <laughs> Just, just let us know at Traveling Fars 
at gmail.com. And if you want to check out the blog space where all the uh, people were shouting out, as well as all the other stuff that we happen to post up there, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. There you go. You got anything else for the people? I don't. That's it. You're just going to start going to the phone. But really? I have to really, the Instagram. Really? That's what you did? Yeah. You said Instagram and it made me well, think, oh, I have to go to Instagram. You, you neglect the people so much. I do not neglect yes, you anyone. Do. You're wrong. People, I love you. She you're, doesn't love you. You're crazy. She doesn't love you. That's All she's thinking about true. is dead carcass day. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Peace.